Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordell. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I.co for more information. Your adventure awaits. Hey guys, what's up? Today we are going to talk about the three pillars for flourishing. Yes, and by the way, flourishing, if you're a life coach, um, you take someone from kind of baseline to flourishing, right? Encouraging right. them to thrive, and that's what separates life coaching generally uh, from therapy or a therapist who takes someone from suffering to baseline. Absolutely. So as we're going through these tips, tools, and techniques today, and you're a life coach, you're thinking about becoming a life coach, you have been kind of following along and are interested in our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive, this is a really great um, template for you to use when you're in session with a client to look at these three Mm. different areas of someone's life and coach them towards satisfaction and flourishing. I'm going to actually, as you're talking, I'm going to think about my own life and um, see if I have the three pistons pumping um, because I definitely want to flourish. You guys realize I am John's (laughs) life coach every day, day in and day out. Uh, We don't do these for you. We (laughs) do these for me. So let's talk about the three pillars. The first pillar The first pillar, well, I mean, I want to back up. I want to back up and and lay the foundation for it, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what is flourishing? Flourishing is when you experience meaning in life, Mm. is when you experience deep satisfaction in life, is when you experience contentment, when you're engaged, when you experience happiness. It's really living the way that you were meant to live, kind of hitting on all cylinders and experiencing a full life. Yes, and the word that really just like glows like a neon sign and that I can relate to, and it really is the difference between the old John Kim and the new, um, and the old John Kim was a miserable fuck, the new one a little bit less, is the word meaning. Uh, I never had a life that felt meaningful. I was always chasing, um, always working my ass off and always dreaming and running towards something, but not making decisions that that would produce more meaning in my life. Instead, I was uh, chasing shiny things, and, and we'll get into this later, but I was trying to create you know, the, uh, the fast happy, the processed happy, the... Uh, uh, you know, the house, the car, the image, like all that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And meaning today is very different. Meaning today is soul work. Meaning today is building a company with Noel. Meaning today is helping people help with people. Uh, like, you know, all, all everything that I'm doing today kind of um, hangs on meaning. And that's changed everything. It's everything. Yeah. Meaning is everything. Is is you know, there's a huge difference between waking up in the morning and getting out of bed to go serve a false god mm. and waking up in the morning and getting out of bed to go serve your higher purpose. Yeah. And that's meaning. Um so let's get into it. So the first pillar mm-hmm. from a coaching perspective of one of the the three categories you need to build in your life in order to have a full and flourishing life is achievement. Mm. Now, achievement is something that our society has tended to focus on as the predominant thing, right? That you need the the degree, the car, the house, the 2.5 kids, the promotion. Um, achievement is important, but it has two realms, mental and physical. 
So in order to truly experience happiness and contentment, it's not the outcomes of achievement, it's right. the experience of achievement. And understanding that makes a world oh, yeah. of difference. Well, not only understanding it, but actually executing the experience, right? Because we can think about it all day, but until we actually experience the experience, there you, know, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing, right? Yeah, you just have ideas. Yeah, right? totally. Right. So the experience of achievement is really pushing your brain and your body, it's mental and physical, to about 80%. Mm. So you are, you know, we are all smart people, right? But very few of us really push ourselves intellectually. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be career driven. It can be learning a new skill. It can be reading a new book. It can be, you know, hiking a trail you've never accomplished before, you know, sure. stretch your brain and your body to about 80%. Feed your brain, move mm -hmm. your body. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Feed so that, brain, that is body. achievement. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what guys kind of stay away from that classic definition and society's definition of achievement which is the corner office, you know, promotions, plaques on the wall, all of that stuff. Or even body. I mean, like, let's get into it, you know, right? Like having, like using your body well doesn't right. necessarily attach to an outcome of looking like Abs. a model. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of people, um, they pursue fitness for the wrong reason and it's short-lived because they're putting all their weight on the outcome or the results. And if you don't get a six-pack or you don't get whatever, then it's a... Uh, it's not about that, no. right? It's about moving. It's about connecting to yourself and uh, feeling whole. Feeling whole, mentally and physically. Yeah. So as a coach, if you're working with someone, it's great to ask questions to explore these two facets. Is somebody, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where are you in mm. terms of, of your achievement affect? Sure. Yep. Let's move on. The next one is contentment. 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 Define contentment. So contentment is um has a lot to do with the very simple things in life um being grateful and aware of what it feels like to sleep in a safe place mm. um a soft pillow a hot cup of coffee yeah a beautiful sunset um talking with your grandmother laughing with a friend um preparing healthy food for yourself you can know? you have contentment without mindfulness and gratitude um yes you can, mm -hmm. but mindfulness and gratitude are two of the techniques that you use to, to get to contentment. Yeah. So from a coaching perspective, you're working with somebody, they're like, oh, wow, I don't even know how to get there. Gratitude and mindfulness. Those are two ways to engage in contentment and awareness. You know, mm -hmm. I think awareness is truly the key to everything. When you open your eyes, Quite literally, I'm talking about physically opening your eyes to start noticing pleasurable, um, wholesome, mm -hmm. enjoyable things around you. Um, you increase your capacity to see colors and detail. Oh, interesting. Right? Um, what are some things today in your life um, that bring you contentment, Noel? Uh, I, I love walking and running around outside. Mm. And so I do a lot of meditative walking where I'll walk and let thoughts come and go as they do, but I'll really force myself to focus on nature and the colors and the detail and the people. I love that idea because me. a lot of people think meditation means sitting Indian style on the floor, right? And uh, I love this, act, this active mm -hmm. meditation. is really yep. interesting. Yep, I do. I have a hard time sitting still and meditating, okay. so I do it while I'm walking. How about you? Um, I, I just got a new motorcycle and uh, I just, fuck man, I just love that thing. I, I, it reminds me of, so when I was 14, um, I got a scooter and I would rip around the little neighborhood in my scooter 
and I would feel uh, like I was flying. And I didn't have that feeling as an adult because I had to grow up and put my toys away until I got my motorcycle. And so now, um, riding the motorcycle, it's not about the motorcycle. It's connecting with that part of me, the 14-year-old John Kim, who felt so alive. And so that connection to me is therapeutic. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point, is that feelings of aliveness are uh, clues to you that you are engaging in each of these three pillars. Yeah. Achievement, contentment, and our third pillar, which is my personal favorite, which is what I have dedicated my life to studying, uh, is hedonic. Hedonic, 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 hedonic. This to me just sounds like sexual debauchery yes. on an island. Yes. It, it sounds like Greek, like back in the day when they had, um, what was it? What was, who was the, anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll do another podcast on Greek history it, it next just, week. Yeah, It'll be awesome. It reeks of Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no. So hedonic um, is, is, is a really interesting term because it means pleasure. Yes. It's pleasure seeking, yes. right? And uh, and if you look at the history of at least the United States, we came from a Puritan society mm-hmm. where pleasure was um, shit on, and you're not supposed to engage in pleasure because it's right. sinful. So I think because of that history, we tend to associate the word hedonic with sex and sexuality. Yeah, it, it's not just sex. It's not just sexuality. Sure, sexual pleasure is a big part of hedonics, mm-hmm. um, but it's also dancing, laughing, singing running, being with your friends, um, anything, art, you know, engaging in pursuits that bring you pure bliss and joy, playing games, Mm. you know, as you described your motorcycle, feeling alive. You went out with your friends last night and acted like idiots. Yes, I did. Yes, that's hedonic. (laughs) A mandate is a mandate, meaning uh, we get a lot from our our guy friends or if you're, or your girlfriends or whatever that you don't get from your intimate partner Mm -hmm. um, and you have a room to be, be, you know, just be inappropriate and silly and whatever, whatever it is that you guys do. Um, And that is a form of... Hedonic pleasure. Yeah, even though we didn't have sex... Right, right, <laughs> right, right. The diner people would have been very upset around you. Had yeah, that been going and, uh, on. we don't have that kind of relationship, but um, <laughs> but it, it's dopamine. It's um, anything that makes you feel alive, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. here's the thing about um, hedonics. A lot of people, well, most people, including myself, um, there's guilt behind it, yeah. right? So, like, I just got this motorcycle, and I remember when I drove it home, it stopped me from enjoying it because I feel guilty that I bought, my, my, bought myself a new toy, and it was, it was an expensive motorcycle, and there's payments involved and insurance and all this. And so um, there's guilt and shame because we're, we're so performance-based, right? Yeah. We're so hard on ourselves that uh, you give yourself a trip, you give yourself a dress, you buy yourself something, and... Um, you well don't allow yourself to enjoy it because you feel so guilty. Absolutely, right? but if if you're really getting into it, um, hedonics, pleasure seeking is one third of what you need to do as a human in order to give yourself the template to fully flourish in life. That's a huge, huge chunk. So how do you do that? How do you allow? How do you? Um, is it is it affirmations? How do you convince yourself that it's okay to do things that are going to produce? You know dopamine and hedonics and things that going to make you happy. Well, I think it's all about balance and harmony. Right. And when you're working from a coaching perspective, you want to be working with your clients to make three make sure that there's a balance of all three yeah. of achievement, contentment and hedonics because if you're going overboard in the hedonic realm, it's going to be really hard to also focus on mental and physical achievement. Yeah, if someone's like, "Look, I'm going to put my savings, I'm going to drop it on a, you know, whatever, uh, a, some crazy fantasy trip," um 
that's a little different. That may not help your life when you come back. Right. right? Likewise, if you're focusing only on achievement, um, you're probably not going to have a lot of room in your life for contentment and hedonics. Mm. And so, you know, looking at all three of these things and saying, am I living my days in balance? Am I living my weeks in balance? You Mm -hmm. know, how can, am I giving attention to each of these realms? Am I engaging in play? And I think hedonics is one of the areas where coaching is really useful because adults don't know how to have fun. Yeah. And listen, this is a real person. Her name's Leah. Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm a mom, a single mom of two in college. So anytime I do anything uh, or buy myself something, I feel extremely guilty. And this, I think, is so common, especially for parents who have spent most of their lives providing for their children or, you know, like this idea of self kind of self-sacrifice or um, doing things for other people. And then when they're gone or when you decide to make the switch where I need to start, you know, doing things for me, it's extremely difficult. Totally, totally. And, and you know, getting in touch with what brings you joy, what brings you pleasure, mm. that's... A, that's the beginning, right? That's awareness. First, yeah, what, what does make you happy? That's awareness. Right. It's, and, and it's noticing what that feeling feels like, that feeling of being alive, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it, and when that feeling hits, it's like it jogs a memory for us. You're right, of when we're little. What are some memories that you have of times in your life when you felt incredibly alive? Oh my gosh, I could tell you. So yeah. um, break dancing, I would get lost um, just, you know, practicing the moves. Same thing with skateboarding. Uh, when I first discovered uh, women, like not well, <laughs> girls back then, right? <laughs> Last week, actually. Um, when, when I was like um, nine or 10, I went to the beach and, and this 16-year-old girl had a crush on me. And, and she was like a woman because she was 16. She was you know, very developed. And at the beach, I remember she was swimming with me and she held me and my elbow touched her boob. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. And the feeling, I like I remember it because it, it put such a big imprint on you, right? The feeling of my elbow touching uh, a 16-year-old girl's boob was like I had dopamine coming out of my ears, right? Okay, so let's... And so, I, I, I mean... No, okay, I want right. to take those two examples yeah, and I yeah. want to dissect them. All right, right. So break dancing. Yes. Um, that, is, that falls into um, hedonic and achievement. Because oh, because the body. You really enjoy yeah, it. Your body, right. It's technical. You needed to learn a sure. skill. So you're using your brain and your body to a pretty high capacity in mm-hmm. order to do it. And it's fun. So you're kicking in with the hedonics. And it produces uh, flow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then, you know, like going to the beach, that's contentment, you know, and then sure. you, you toss in a boob and you got hedonics yeah. in there too. So you got two of the three. And so if, if you're looking at your life and you're, <laughs> Amanda's excited about our conversation right now. You know now. me, Amanda. What's up? <laughs> no, but this is real life, It's right? real life. Absolutely. It's real life. Right. You know, you, you can't discount the way that you, your bodies work, the way that you interact with other Here's people. Here's the other thing. Nothing slices faster than humor and humor. I'm not saying that I'm funny, but if you are laughing. You're kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> humor is actually hedonic. Like humor uh, elevates mood. It shoots dopamine. It's it's a feeling. It's a state that I think um, produces joy. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So oh. let's recap. Let's recap. <laughs> let's let's recap. answer some questions. All right. Yeah. So um, basically, we're talking about flourishing under is, positive psychology. Under positive psychology, from a coaching perspective, yes. You know, you have a client in front of you; they're miserable. You want to lead them to a place of meaning. You want to lead them to a place of experiential joy, um, of of enjoying their life. You know, contentment. Blah blah blah. How do you get there? Three pistons. Three pillars. I like pistons because I'm a man. No, I like pistons because um, <laughs> I like to actually see them three pumping. 
it for the engine to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like I like that because the pillars are stationary, which are great. I get that, like kind of table, the legs of a table. But when I see like pistons or plates, I'm like, okay, I need to in my life make sure these are moving so then I as a whole person move forward. I'm enjoying this. Take it or leave it. I am enjoying this podcast so much today. So our our three pistons are... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You convinced her. Pistons over pillars. Okay, they are what? They are... We have... Achievement, achievement, which is mental and physical, right? At least eighty percent. Yes, guys, yeah. don't forget the physical piece yeah. Uh, because yeah. achievement. We always think, you know, everything in between our ears and logical and totally. raises and yeah. corner offices. No, right. it's it's so much more. Then there's right. contentment. Contentment. Yep, which is the techniques to employ contentment are mindfulness and gratitude yes. and awareness. Yes, being super present. Yep. Um, this is why people meditate, you know, to get there. Um. Seeking nectar, producing joy out of things that you have, not what you want that's coming in the future, but yeah. what you have right now in the moment. Totally. And even if what you have right now, here's 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 the beauty of this. If you can get to a place where if you don't have much right now, but you're able to produce a lot of contentment or joy with the little that you have, imagine if you have that tool when you actually build your empire or whatever you want, um, how much joy that's going you know what I'm talking about yeah well I mean I think that you brought up a really good point that I want to close with is that um you don't need to have a lot of money in order to experience these three things yeah if we're talking about using your brain you know anyone can use your brain go to the library take out a book learn something new you know then we have a physical you know do push-ups right mm-hmm. um sure. contentment sit around look at the sky the sky is free you know, you can always enjoy a sunset. That's contentment. And then we have um, hedonic, yes. which is pleasure and fun. Hedonic. Um, boobs. <laughs> Breakdancing. Motorcycle rides. Whatever that looks like for this you guys. This is a window into John Kim's mind, everyone. I am who I am. <laughs> so, guys, uh, think about your life. And if you um, feel like you're a little stuck, uh, maybe visit these three pistons or pillars and uh you know look look at your life and see if if you're actually um produce you know if you're ex- executing on these absolutely absolutely and if you need some help and support check out our awesome coaches at journey.co how do you spell journey j-r-n-i yes all right guys be well talk to you soon have, have a good one thanks for listening to the catalyst life coaching podcast brought to you by journey If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, visit journey.co, that's J-R-N-I dot C-O, and request more information about the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive, or just keep in touch.